Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the December 8th edition of the AM show hosted live on Alphamint's live stage Discord. I am your host, R2D Gen, and I am joined with me by the incredibly hungover free market capitalist. Hey, now. You yeah, were uh, was not good this loud. I, I was drinking in the middle of the day yesterday. I was uh, of such a proud father yesterday <laughs> when you called me at 12 o'clock and I had already finished half a bottle of champagne. Um, for those of you that don't know, I am not a big drinker. Not that I can't drink, but I, I tend to look for other ways to relax. And um, yesterday I just had some reason to celebrate. Uh, midday, something that Alpha Mint will find out eventually. It's NFT related, but we're going to keep it under wraps for now. Uh, uh, just my hangover could contribute to some some strange takes today, so be ready. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I was going to say, like, are you hungover every day? Is there something I don't know? Like, do, do you want to talk about it? All right. Oh. No. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Yesterday was um was a weird day. It was, uh, I think, pretty much just dominated by people in the voice chat trying to, you know, bash their head against the keyboard, figuring out Sin City. Um, and every time it felt like some kind of breakthrough was made, it was just shot down in, in spectacular fashion. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show about how much is too much and, you know, whether or not it's worth it. Um, and I think there's a case for both. But uh, but yeah, I think we can uh, just jump right in. Yesterday was um, pretty much to the uh, sideways in terms of uh, crypto trading action. Uh, I don't know if you had your uh, ears to the ground with anything going on there, but um, Bitcoin kind of fluttering around the 50,000 mark. Ethereum sticking around the 4,400 mark, which I makes me incredibly bullish. Um, and I, I think the, the further that that dip kind of washes out in, in terms of the uh, amount of days passed, the better we got to feel about it. Watch that ratio, man. Um, I, 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 people talk about the flippening and you sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist when you say it's actually going to happen. But I do think that ratio is going to hit new all time highs here as, you know, Bitcoin's usefulness is known. It it's it's worth a lot of money. It can consolidate here. It will be worth more money eventually. But I think that that the value is understood there. Whereas you're talking Ethereum, in market cap terms, right? In market cap terms, yeah. yeah. Where, whereas Ethereum right now is largely potential, right? Like people know what it can do. People think they know what it's gonna do, but it's yet to do it. So I think that um, that ratio is going to be something to watch here, certainly over the next six months. Yeah, is it uh what is the flipping? Is it um there's two point one eight there's price, there's price and cap, right? Like uh, I, I think that I can't see the um, price ever flipping it. Are you going there? Is that where we're going this morning? <laughs> ever you said it'll flip uh, uh uh Ethereum's going hundred K. And I don't think Bitcoin will be a million dollars when that happens. What? But then but the Price won't flip in then. It, I th- no, I'm saying it won't be. I, I think that there will be oh. a price, a, do- a nominal dollar price flipping at some point as well. Interesting. I think I would take I that. that. I think that I'd take that bet with you, but uh, not not to downplay any Ethereum. But uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know that I would actually take the bet in terms of market cap or or uh, I, I don't think I'd be super bullish on it. But uh, but yeah, interesting. I, I, I will hold that in my back pocket. We'll we'll touch on that again later. <laughs> We'll come up with a good wager for that one uh, when Ethereum hits 10,000 and everyone's super bulled up and on my side because uh, we know what happens a week later. Kaboom. You all, you uh, you were you were so far right about uh, CloneX, despite the fact that it hasn't revealed yet. Uh, I thought it was so funny that day that right after I won the bet, it just started leaking like point one <laughs> every hour. And I was like, it's going to dip under three, isn't it? Is it? No, but it, it held at 3.1. But it dipped from 3.5 to 3.1. I said, oh, the, the poetic, uh, poetic justice. Here. Beautiful. But, okay. Beautiful. But did, and did you ever end up getting that pass? Did it show uh, up? 
Uh, yeah, he he bought it. I believe it it should show up soon. Oh, uh, he I got it. it. He sent it at five guay, so we're just letting. Yeah, it yeah that's what we were joking. To, uh, it was like I'm gonna send it to you. I'm not sure if it'll ever get there though. But like, <laughs> blame FedEx. Don't blame me. It's I shipped it. Mail. It's snail mail. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Until Evo sure. say he said when Evo snails hit one point two. Yeah, he'll, he'll speed up the transaction. Oh God. That's uh that might be a tall order, but uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Um, some fun fun news in cryptocurrency is the CIA confirms the rumors. It really is working on cryptocurrency projects. Um, the CIA may not have invented Bitcoin as conspiracy theorists claim, but it runs several cryptocurrency projects, says director William Burns. <laughs> um, this is beautiful. Uh, I mean, it, it's always been a joke. It's always been an inside thing, and uh, lo and behold. It does not surprise me in the least that it is true, but um, which if ones we're talking true, about is... Uh, if it wasn't true, and he said it anyway, it's the most brilliant troll of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much all that, that the government would have to do to strike fear into the heart of all these decentralized idiots. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of those, like, privacy coins, Monero, and they're just, like, and- sitting back laughing hysterically <laughs> at the table. That's what I was going to say. If, like if that Ray Liotta meme in the in a casino or Goodfellas, whatever one it is, yeah, yeah. Gun to my head, if the CIA started anything at Zcash, just, <laughs> you know, that is totally my bet. If if the CIA is uh, is in this, but it was quite the parlor game after this news bit came out to guess which crypto projects the CIA was running. Um, and there were quite a few funny answers, but it was the talk of the time. You know, this is this seems pretty obvious. I would think most governments are not only interfering with current crypto in a psyops and black ops fashion, but also trying to make their own as they definitely see it as a threat. I know China, we know China certainly does and talks about making their own digital currency quite often. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been confirmed that they operate a lot of like VPN nodes. They operate mm-hmm. a lot of exit points on like Tor network. Like Tor is right, not nearly right. as secure as it used to be because they control so much of it that they know the ins and outs of it at this point too. So, um, not surprising in the least. If I had this on 2021 <laughs> bingo, it would have been dead center as the freebie. Like if, if there was something that was obvious, it just seems like it was this, but funny that they came out and finally just said it. So, uh, I saw My a lot favorite of favorite guests was safe moon. People were like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely CIA, 100%. <laughs> oh yeah it was a, somebody somebody was saying BitBoy was definitely a, a cia <laughs> op as well so that um you know again maybe maybe not exactly news in the in a sense but uh a lot of fun was being had with it on twitter and uh <laughs> if we ever know um what they are i'm sure it'll be the end of those cryptos but uh who knows we'll see yeah, I, I mean, obviously, if it was found out, uh, it would be because people do not want to be involved with the CIA. But I'm not convinced it wasn't just a troll. Are they Why? interfering and, and building things? Sure. I don't know if it if this is like which one of the big cryptos do we use on a daily basis being run by the CIA? I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive. I bet there's one of them. I bet it's fucking Wolf Game, man. <laughs> yeah. That'd be it. That'd be their answer. See, I've always said NFTs are the Trojan horse for mass adoption. <laughs> the Trojan horse for the CIA, apparently. Yeah. Um, right in your wallet. No, I have no idea what, uh, what, what they're in, and I never will, I'm sure. Um, other kind of bullish news, uh, Australian government to bring crypto out of the shadows as though it's in the shadows um, with new regulatory framework. Uh, the Australian government is forming new regulatory framework that would broaden the definition of what crypto services can be regulated. Um, now, that does sound kind of ominous, but uh, it, the article does go on to shed it in a positive light in that uh, Australia is kind of looking to be world leading in terms of their adoption of crypto Um, in terms of countries that I wouldn't mind being incredibly crypto friendly. Australia is probably one of them, despite the fact that every living creature on that Island is uh, trying to kill you. Um, But a beautiful place. 
It, Australia seems like the most competent government and incompetent government at the same time. They somehow. I'm strike, glad you fixed that because I was like asking the Australian. I bet they'll disagree. Yeah, they yes. strike. Go they on. strike this incredible balance of some some programs and initiatives that are kind of revolutionary and the entire world should adopt. But then the rest of it is just just a mess. So uh, I, I am also heartened by this news. I think. We are going to see a wave of these type of announcements from uh, first and third world countries all over the world over the next few years. So I'm glad Australia is bending the knee to the crypto gods. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we, we've said it a bunch of times. You know, you can vote with the ballot, vote with your money and vote with your feet. And um, if you have a lot of money and your government doesn't want you to have that money, then you get to vote with your feet. And that's when you yeah. go to a country that does want your money. Um, so it's. Uh, it, it is really just a domino effect that once it starts happening, I can't see it stopping, um, especially because, you know, the world governments don't really have any incentive to align on these matters. There's always going to be one country that's like, no, come on in. Yeah, competent. Of course, it's I mean, it is a race to the bottom, essentially. You even saw it in China as China was developing. They had five percent capital gains tax over there. I mean, that's very attractive when you come from a Western country. Um, and this now Vietnam is the one that's offering these incredible manufacturing incentives. And next it'll be Nigeria. And it's always, in a sense, a race to the bottom as far as countries willing to um, make concessions to attract business. Always going to be a case. Yeah, it is exciting. I, and it'll be interesting to watch the developments coming out of Australia, because if they end up going like very, 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 very crypto favorable, like I, I don't think that they're going to be making it uh, legal tender anytime soon. But uh, yeah, it could be it could be a pretty big deal. So, yeah. Oh, look, I mean, that's that they're huge. You know, Australian dollar is a is a mainstay on you know Forex markets. This is big news. Awesome. Uh, let's. Check out WGMI real quick and jump into the NFTs if you're good with that. Um, WGMI added another uh, column to their tracking chart, and this is 30-day change and 30-day floor. Um, so a little bit of a broader term. I actually like this. Um, I kept clicking on the one day, and I was like, this just kind of feels dirty. So uh, that might be something that's more, you know, seven-day, 30-day that we look at. <laughs> but uh, um Really, the most notable one here that I'm looking at is uh, Apes Kids Club, uh, which we'll get into real briefly, but uh, just absolutely skyrocketing over the last couple of days and uh, checking yeah, it right we now. Call this, we call it, you know, this this is one of those projects with community support from the one of the, if not the largest community on the planet. Um, they love companions for their NFTs. These were really well done, a unique style. It wasn't just shrunken down apes. And you you often see a hype project like this pull a lot of the gains forward before its reveal, and then it dumps, and people are like, well, it was a derivative. Was that anything? We thought this one was going to have legs, and I'll tell you, I'm seeing them everywhere. I'm seeing these um, little babies and a lot of PFPs. Yeah, this it was hard to get your hands on a mint out of it. Um, and then after the drop, it was like, if I recall correctly, hovering around like the 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3 mark. Um, and that's always a tough, uh, tough region to buy in. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to say it's a coin flip. Obviously, the baby or sorry, not baby apes, the apes kids clubs looked good. Well, I, I mean, we're already in the conversation. So, yeah, they looked good. And um it was kind of on that precipice. Like if there's a bet apes, especially projects adopted by the apes and kind of given the green, green light or the, you know, thumbs up approval by uh, like board apes and whatnot um, tend to do pretty well, but the, buying in that range can be pretty tricky. It does seem like in hindsight, that would have been a great buy at point three, but you know, a lot of projects kind of stall out there and, and hit a bit of a rut around point three, and then they can pretty quickly dip back down as volume dies. But ape, ape kids club is killing it. Um, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch how high that can go, especially as, um, I believe the board apes or desperate apes wives club, you know, this one, I don't know, but it, it, that one's doing just shockingly well as, as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think if your knee-jerk reaction to derivatives is, ew, it's a derivative, you're missing a huge part of this market. Um, shout out to Trish, who was one of our audience members, who had this really cute little pink one uh, in his profile picture. They're unique. They look good. And I do think these are going to have legs. Yeah, looking at the Not audience. Not in the CFP. They're, they're, you only see the upper half. <laughs> nice to see some uh, some of the uh, people turn their turn their ears away from the uh, Sin City chat and join us here on the stage, too. But yeah, Trish has a good one. We, we now have only 11. Let me see. I think a little like 14. I think at peak, there was maybe 40 people trying to people solve it. Riddle. So big yeah. shout out to everyone still in there sacrificing their brains and times to get us all wealth. So, uh, yeah, just switching back to um, WGMI real quick on that 30 day change. If it's of interest to you, Sandbox is doing incredibly well. No surprise. They're up about 30 percent or sorry, 320 percent on the month. Uh, Rumble Kong League is doing well. Bears Deluxe, as we've mentioned, is doing really well. It's uh, over 100 percent. And Doodles actually is, uh, has had a nice run up, too. It's sitting at about two. 2.5 ETH floor right now, um, you know, up 100%. And uh, yeah, we'll... Uh, that's my that's my pick for the next 10 E uh, story. It, it reminds, it just reminds me of Cool Cats uh, or even Bored Apes when they were first making that run towards 10 E. There'll be some bumps. It could take a little bit, but Doodles has the... Uh, as the zhuzh. Yeah, it's got an it factor, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, it's it's one of those ones that you see in the uh, profile pictures. Um, and the derivatives have done very well, too. The soda is uh, one that we should probably yeah. circle back on sometime soon, see how it's doing. But I see some of those in the audience as well. So um, maybe yeah. the most derivative, maybe the most derivable. Deri- is that a word? The most the most derivatable. Uh, project, I would say, is Doodles. Everything looks great in that uh, in that style. I mean, you know, we like you said, the sodas look cool, and we've seen so many derivs that really nail it with that, uh, that Doodles style. Yeah, when are we going to get the uh, Mutant Ape Doodles, the Moodles? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm sure they're out there already. And here's quite a specific shout-out to Agmar, who's been on the Sin oh City chat for like 24 hours straight. I mean, just leading the way, and we thank you for your service, sir. We will be watching that with bated breath still today. Um, yeah, well, it's we'll, we're going to touch on that, um, I guess, at the end of the show, but pretty incredible, the, uh, the dedication that Agmar and a bunch of other people have put into trying to solve this. Um, and, uh, I'll probably get in after the show and kind of poke around and see what was happening too. I had some fun, but I can't, uh, <laughs> it, it takes a lot out of you for sure. Um, the only other thing I noticed on this 30 day change as I pulled it up was just that, um, Mutant Apes, Board Ape Yacht Club and Board Ape Kennel Club in the last 30 days are basically like tethered to each other for terms of growth. It's like they, they move through the market with each other, uh, Board Ape being up 60% as, uh, they look towards the the flipping and um M- mutant apes up 65 and board ape kennel club up 55 so they're all within a pretty uh pretty tight range of each other if as you, they moved <clears throat> if you can't afford an ape you buy a mutant if you can't afford a mutant you buy a dog and it's just it's you know people want access to this club uh Whereas most projects would be accused of diluting their brand and putting too much supply out there. There just does not seem to be enough entries uh, into this yacht club. Yeah, I think there's probably some interesting like leading and lagging indicators that you could probably pick up on there, too. Like if Bored Apes starts to... uh maybe take a bit of a dump after that floor runs up um, and Mutant Ape hasn't hasn't done it yet. Like if you have some mutant apes that you're, uh, you're not like actually attached to, um, might be, might be like something to watch, right? Yeah. And 
my sources, and by sources I mean people on Twitter who try to pull Easter eggs out of the roadmaps, have indicated that some sort of utility or announcement is coming for the Kennel Club next. So I also think that's another reason the dogs are getting a bid. So if you do want the lowest entry point into Bored Apes, that would be their Kennel Club. And I hear there is utility coming for the puppies soon. Yeah, 2.7 floor right now. So they've done pretty well for themselves. That whole brand has really just uh, dominated the market in the last 30 days. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk Rusty Hogs. Uh, probably the last time we'll end up talking about Rusty Hogs, but I thought there were some interesting topics that we can kind of extract from this whole conversation. And that was just that they did their public mint, uh, not going according to plan right now. Uh, one of the annoying things about this is that they don't even have their OpenSea link on, on their website, which is just frustrating. And, you know, there's 10 uh, fake uh, rusty hog collection. So it's like, if you are new to this, you could easily screw up. Yeah. Yeah. A, a project that is dedicated to, you know, putting their official links out there and being very visible is one that, uh, I think is a, at least a good start and not doing that strikes me as weird. That wasn't where I was going with this though. Um, I did find that the, uh, OpenSea link unrevealed right now, only 500 of them have minted floor is sitting below mint price 0.075. And that is a lot of times the, the death knell for a project. Um, you know, once it becomes cheaper to buy on secondary and that capitulation starts happening, it, uh, the incentivization to to mint becomes very low um, and the mint stops happening and the capitulation happens further. They're they're in a bit of a death spiral right now. I know a lot of people like the team, liked what they're about. The art is pretty good. I've got nothing against them there. Uh, But one of the frustrating parts of this, and I have no stake in the game, is just that one, they didn't really acknowledge the fact that this wasn't going according to plan. I saw an announcement that said, you know, guys, don't worry. We're just putting our heads down and working away. Like, that's great. You should be doing that. But you also need to understand that, like, you know, people are spending money on this as, you know, not only being part of a community, but it is at, for some people, it's a speculative investment. And in uh, and, and they want to see the team reacting appropriately to this. So, you know, we talked about Maybe they cut the mint price in half. Maybe they, you know, airdrop one free one to everybody that's already minted to kind of counterbalance the price drop. There's lots of different stuff you could do. Yeah, it's um, it's getting pretty dicey for that project. Um, so first we'll we'll talk about your take on that, and then uh, I think we'll get into the discussion about like maybe what went wrong. Yeah, I've been pretty hard on them, even though I think the art is decent and. People want to talk about how this next cycle will be different. Well, I think you need more than one core competency. So even if your art is good, uh, it's not going to be enough. Even if your model is good, it's not going to be enough. Uh, You have to fire on all cylinders to succeed in this market. You know, people talk about, oh, is pixel art dead? Is 3D art coming out of that? I don't even think it that matters. It's about being quality now on, on every metric. So to to kind of be a contrarian in the sense that I've been very hard on them, I'd like to hope that this isn't the last time we talk about this project. There are some moves they could make right now to save it. But to your point, you know, when the when the pre-sale was not moving at all. They were not making announcements like, hey, guys, we see what's happening. We are concerned, too. Don't worry. We are going to make moves and adjust to it. It was anything not sold in presale is going to public. We like they didn't. They acted like nothing was wrong, even though this was a 100 percent whitelisted project that had sold out 20 percent of its supply. Which is surprising, given their propensity to make announcements regarding everything else. God, I mean, the one thing with this discord, they pinged you anywhere from four to six times a day for nothing for giveaways and contests, uh, OG booster rolls and announcements that meant nothing that really were not important. Um, I remember Digi Dragons used to have a channel called Minor Announcements, and every time they put a minor announcement in there, they pinged everyone. 
Well, that's not a minor announcement. You're now making it a major announcement by pinging everyone. We all know if you ping people too much, eventually they stop listening to the pings. It's like crying wolf. Right? As Alpha Mid just pings everybody. <laughs> As <I> just saw <laughs> the- <laughs> Everyone just got a ping from us. Um, the the uh, to, to reduce your signal to noise ratio is everybody's goal. You're on Twitter. Look, you're on Discord and Twitter looking for Alpha. Right. So these alerts should be very pertinent and should only have to do with if minting is starting, if you're making a major announcement about your structure, if something crazy has happened, you should be very, very, very measured in how you use pings. And Rusty Hogs were nuts. And the one eight-hour uh, spurt in the last two months that they did not ping everyone 16 times was when their sale went public. And all of a sudden, nothing was selling. You expected, you know, for these guys to be so emotional and tweeting every stupid thought that came into their head up until this. And all of a sudden they go radio silent at once their mint goes public. It was just it was unfortunate to see. Um, yeah, let me let me build on that a yeah, little bit. Um, sure. Yeah. So, you know, this this is a really good indicator for like the broader you know, NFT market and projects that you're looking at. Um, and, you know, the, the signal to noise ratio, like, as we said, there's a lot of noise in NFTs. Uh, everybody's trying to filter through a, a f- absolute fuck ton of information all of the time. Um, and your discord that you have, if, if you get excited about seeing that little red one pop up, because that means something's happening, that's an indication that it's one, a good project and two, they're managing their, their notifications properly. Um, if you don't look at that discord for two or three days and all of a sudden there's 25, 30, God forbid more than that notifications on there. Now you have to go in there and they're all in the general. They're all spread out through eight, nine, 10 different channels. And you got to go seek out that information. Not a good way to consolidate information. You do not need to have an at everybody on, um, on Twitter on your Twitter posts, right? You have a bot that posts your Twitter to your discord channel. You don't need that to go to everybody. If I'm following you on Twitter, I can turn those notifications on myself if I really deem them necessary. Um, but you know what, when you get all of this, you're never going to know when the, the mint's going live. You're never going to know when something changes. You're never going to know when an important piece of announcement comes out. Um, I don't want to see more than, you know, two or three a day. And that's, you know, as long as it's pertinent information, right? I'll tell you, let let me give an example of a discord that really did it right. Okay. Orcs, right? This was something we all anticipated for. So we were just waiting for this game and wait and announcements were so rare. You almost never got a ping. When a ping came up on orcs, you dropped everything and ran over to the announcements. Right. And I mean, think about that. you, you need to ascribe value to that red one that pops up on your Discord. And if you abuse it, you're just nobody's going to listen to you. It could it could literally be what did in the hops. Think about that. Over weeks and weeks of pinging where people just start ignore. I know I ignored them. Remember, it got to a point where they said, we're going to start taking OG roles away from people who don't engage in the Discord. One reason I don't go engage engage in a Discord is because it annoys me. And the other reason is because you have too many channels. So yeah, like that. You know, here's a for instance, right? Like I haven't been in the Kaiju Discord in in quite some time and there's nine there's nine pings on there. Like I could go in there, it's all like it's all under announcements. I could go quickly get caught up if I wanted to. That's pretty rare. Pretty manageable. Rare they ping everybody. Galactic Apes is one that's done a bunch of that. And by the way, if you have a Galactic Ape, they've really upped their community engagement and they're uh, going hard on getting people into white lists and um and partaking in that. But yeah, I I'm like back to the original point. Uh, it, it is just important to, you know, treat people's clicks with respect. Right. Um, and, and that being said, hey, like if you guys don't want us to ping you every morning for the AM show and uh, like by all means, that feedback can can happen too. like if you think that that's a, a waste of a, a red uh, circle there, like, uh, you know, we could take that criticism as well. Like we're, we're all good for that, too. But um, it's 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 important because, you know, there are some discords that I just I don't look at simply because it's almost like 
It almost gives me an anxiety to know that I'm going to have to go in there and search for 30 different pings and figure out what the pertinent information is, especially if it's not a Discord that I'm active in on a regular basis. So I just thought that was interesting. I thought that that was something that can be learned from for for future projects. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say that it was solely the reason why Rusty Hogs is struggling, but uh, it might be a contributing factor. And uh, it definitely I, I, does sway how I feel about projects that I'm waiting for. Yeah, I mean, I don't I can't, you know, assume what everyone else was doing. But if I look at my own behavior, what caused me to ignore that discord was the amount of pings. And if I had ignored it less, would I have been more excited about the drop? I mean, I don't know. I'm. Just, it's just it can be a contributor. I got to believe the answer would be yes. I mean, yeah. it might not have overcome the fact that they didn't their their first contract wasn't a mint contract and it was a send money to said address contract. That was that was that was tough, right? Like it, classic rug your damn rug your own damn self. Well, I, I'm gonna take the less funny route. It was a, a really it was <laughs> it was a bad mistake. Um, yes, and uh, you know it does definitely causes a loss of interest. But uh, yeah, let's let's see where it goes. Maybe they can turn it oh, around. Right. Wait, they have well, options. Yeah, I was going to say, go over it. We talked about it yesterday, right? Reduce supply and price. Very simple. Uh, airdrop to the people who paid 0.08, reduce to 0.04, and kill supply. Make a time limit. Say, we're we're burning supply in 12 hours for whatever is not sold. If this was 0.025... And they'd, sell out in a, they'd sell out immediately. I would go mint them. I would, too. Um... Now, I don't know how everybody I don't know how everybody would that minted at point zero eight would feel. And if they were all airdropped four of them, then the supply would almost be gone. They'd um, feel better than it goes to zero because the team did not. I got to believe that. Yeah, I got to believe that. Give them some kind of OG role that will entitle them to something else in the future. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like in, in terms of that or drop it to point oh four, even point oh four, I would think about it if even if so. Yeah, if there's 500 minted right now and every single person that minted got a one for one airdrop of another rusty hog. Now we're sitting at a thousand and there's two thousand left to mint at point oh oh four. I like them enough that I would probably do that. But this death spiral too. that they're in, I, sure. I I don't blame anybody for not touching them at this point. So yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to bring that up, not because we're like obsessed with talking about Rusty Hogs, but it was an interesting conversation about like when you're looking at discords and stuff like that, how they manage their their hype, their announcements, their information, how they treat your time with respect or whatnot can be a pretty big you know factor. I think it's so interesting because if you're not experienced and you look at this project, it looks like they're doing everything right. No, it has a token. It's gamified. It's the right meta. It's pixel art. I mean, when someone sees a project like this fail, if they're not making a nuanced take, they're going to say, well, pixel art is dead or oh, the, the NFT market is dead. No. When you look under the surface here, there was a lot. Like, there's so much that's not obvious that contributes to a, a project success. Um, and that's why Rusty Hogs is so interesting to us, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a good case study for sure. Um, one thing I want to touch on before we get to Sin City was the uh, Matt Kane art blocks. We did touch on that yesterday. And uh, if there is one takeaway, looking back four, two days later, um, never underestimate the power of art blocks curated. And if you see it minting down for as low as 0.25, my God, uh, not financial advice, but just mint that fucking thing. Oh, my God. Like we were yesterday seeing it sit at a point four, or sorry, not point four, four ETH floor. Um, they were getting scooped up by everybody and anybody. And here's the important thing to remember about Artblocks curated. And it's uh, something that is pretty easy to forget. Um, people like Kazomo, people like 888, uh, you know, Pranksy, like these guys, Pranksy will mint a little bit, but when it comes to uh, art blocks curated, they want to see all of these shake out. They want to go and handpick the ones that they want as part of their own curated collection and they will spend on it. Um, this is really, really important to remember that like, sure, Pranksy could mint, you know, 10 of them at 0.25, but Pranksy doesn't want 
10 random ones. Pranksy wants that one that looks great. 888 wants that one that he's going to put on his wall. Kazomo wants that one that he wants to flex and tweet about how he just picked up the nicest uh, AB curated by Matt Cain. Um, the writing was all on the wall here, and uh, I will be the first to admit that like I neglected it too. I wasn't around for the mint, but uh, you know all the signs were there that this guy is followed by the who's who of the NFT community, and uh, here we are sitting about it two days later, and it was an absolute cook. Um, and at the end of the day, like I, I don't know if you agree with this or not. I I guess it doesn't even really matter what they look like because they're not the greatest ones I've seen. And I I think the FUD on art blocks is ridiculous and just a symptom of most people trading these things having been in this world for two or three months. All right. Gen art and art blocks have been left for, left for dead after being called the blue chip of blue chips for I don't know how many months and how it was the ultimate, you know, flex and goal. And everyone wanted to trade up into a squiggle. None of that's changed. Like, it's ridiculous. The amount of FUD that's out there. Art blocks is always going to be the, like you said, OK, with gen art collections. 20% that come out are going to be trash. They're going to be floors. And one day when people own them, it'll just be to say they own something from that collection. But you're going to get these high net worth collectors go shopping for the ones that are aesthetically pleasing to them. Uh, Art Blocks puts a lot of work into deciding which ones are curated and they tend to knock it out of the park. All you are seeing is the froth from conventional Hedge funds and VC firms starting to get into NFTs, that froth needed to be worked off. And that's what you're seeing right now. They're going to come back and support their bags. I will keep saying that till it happens. And you can call me crazy until then. Yeah, I I, I got to agree with it. And it's like one of these things I'm just going to drill into my own head. Like if I see an art box curated mint happening at that price, like just going for it, just going for it. Like, obviously you got to be liquid. I don't, you know, I'm not at the point where I'm going to be splashing around with like a, a two, two ETH on the Dutch, uh, Dutch auction market for it. But, uh, if it ever drops that low again, like I'm, I'm picking one up and I'll let the chips fall where they may. But, uh, our blocks curated just continues to be, um, it just, it just continues to, to rip. Like it, it just always does well. I think the only one that kind of faltered was the scoundrels. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe left something to be desired there. But and, you know, everything wanes after it peaks and people love to just post FUD of like someone who paid 53 for an art block selling it for, you know, 20. Oh, my God, like a 33 loss, like blah, 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 blah. But, you know, these are this means nothing about the underlying long term bullish prospects for gen art or art blocks. Art box is killing it. All right. Last but not least, um, the the big topic of Alphamint yesterday, Sin City, uh, the second wave of their kind of riddle puzzle game was going on. They just threw it out there and it was like almost 12 hours before many like the the broad stroke of people picked up on it. Um and uh, it was just done with a coordinated like five Twitter accounts, dropped some tweets. Uh, and basically it's a page that's asking for three answers. Uh, answers to what? Nobody knows. That's part of the uh, the the allure of it, I guess. But, uh, you know, a- as we mentioned before, Ogmar has been up for 24 hours trying to do this. And uh, for good reason, honestly. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky because a lot of people are getting very frustrated uh, a lot of people are throwing their hands up and saying this isn't, um, you know, this isn't worth it. And that's fair. It's very it could be very mentally taxing um, and it kind of like starts to creep into your normal life where you just start seeing patterns and pictures and writing on the wall and whatnot. But um, right now or last I checked, sorry, I'm going to pull up the page in a second. But uh, the mint passes that you could do, and this is a free mint, were worth 3.5 ETH. So for solving this riddle and getting your hands on one of these, uh, you could net a cool $16,000 if I'm doing my math correctly. And, you know, for a, a room like Alpha Mint where there's 30 people sitting in there trying to figure this out, like we're talking... 100, 110 ETH on the line. So it's hard because 
is that worth it? Like at the end of the day, yeah. Like it, it seems crazy, but like you know, it, it's it's been a real big point of contention, and uh, there's been a lot of talk about like how much is too much. Are they making it too hard? Um, were other ones just too easy? Is the floor price of this baked into the fact that like this these riddles are so hard and they're so hard to get their hands on? Uh, like there's a there's a lot going on here, a lot to unpack. I'm interested to hear what you think about it so far. Well, I, I would think that if a large group like Alpha Man or one of the other Alpha groups, you know, trying to crack this got in, of course, the floor would fall because people would start selling the ones that they got. But I do think that it has the premium because for better or for worse and whatever this thing is, it's being billed as some sort of Neo Tokyo 2.0. And I don't I don't know why. And it could be right. Um, this seems to be gangster themed. I, I I'm hoping somebody I know most of them are still down there in VC. But if somebody wants to come up and go over the fine details, hint, hint, dark Illidan, um, then that would be cool. But basically, there were some clues that were left on various Web pages connected to this project. Uh 17 gangster movie quotes that people spent much of the last day uh, finding everything out about from the gangsters they portrayed, the cities they were from, to the actors who played them and have tried typing in so many combinations into this uh, three word form, a three answer form, excuse me, that. Uh, I mean, people are going nuts. It seems very unsolvable as while we've basically sorted all the clues, I don't know if there's been any progress on that. I don't know if anyone has come up with a better answer or theory than uh, than than what, you know, the basically putting in, you know, a gangster's name or a place where they're from Um these th- there are some very, very large investors behind this project, which I, I guess is why it's getting this Neo Tokyo nod. And I think it's going to continue to dominate the metaverse until it's solved. Like you said, this is a large pool of money. It is very tedious work. It's a lot of work, but the reward uh, it is just. And I think uh, I, I think we'll see whether it ends up being another Neo Tokyo or not, but certainly I, th- I think that's a free three if you crack crack it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the floor is sitting at po- uh, four ETH right now, but uh, you know a couple of them are being peeled off for Weth or offers at three yeah. ETH. But yeah, I, God, you know, and the thing is. This is just the second wave of four. Like, if this is how hard that the second wave is, like, what do they have in store for the third and fourth wave? Uh, you know, I, I know that they've got on and kind of maybe dropped a couple of extra teasers. Now, if you check the contract, um, there has been a couple of mints that have gone through. I, last I heard it was two, but somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about that. Uh but do you think that this is just a, a, a false flag here? Like, I, I don't how how could somebody have gotten through all of that in one, not only not spilled the beans, but two, not started making new accounts left, right and center and just keep uh, keep minting these 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 suckers out? Yeah, they disclosed yeah, I mean, those I'm- two mints. Yeah, Dark Illidan is kind of filling me in. Uh, Illidan, are you able to actually just talk right now? Do you want to just oh, they were. Yeah, hacked. they hacked the early codes. Okay, interesting. I didn't catch up on that. See, there's so much going on, and obviously, this has become a twenty four seven affair. That uh, like, yeah. It's- well, you know, I think where there's a lot of frustration is even sussing out the clues felt like work, right? Like oh, normally, yeah. normally the the amount of work it took to suss out those clues, you would have just typed the clues into the box, and that would have been the answer, right? With this, it's like, all right. You did all that work to even find the clues. Now put them all together. You know, like he's like, "Are you kidding me?" It's it's. I, please, dark, take it away. Tell us what's going on in uh, Sin City. Um, everybody is losing brain cells by the second. <laughs> <What's> happening. <laughs> yeah. I can. I can progress. 
Uh, yeah, there has been some progress. I mean, I can't spill the beans on what, on, on what we're doing and stuff too much, obviously, yeah. but um, there has been progress, but the progress always feels like, you know, one step forward, two steps back, because there's so much information out there. You always um, second guess like what you're doing. So that, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's hard. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah, it was without getting too without getting too specific on the clues. They were essentially hidden, right? In 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 different places. So it wasn't even they gave you obvious clues. They were completely hidden, and you had to. I mean, just organizing the clues took half a day. Well, it was so. to the point yeah. where they did, people didn't even know the I game mean, had started yet. I mean, the clues were um, you could find them. Uh, like you could you could kind of figure out where to start. But uh, so like so few people made progress that they decided to, you know, put out new information saying we're going to make it easier for you guys. And uh, so everybody kind of paused for, I think, like two hours or three hours or whatever while they were doing that. Um, and then they, they tweeted something out and uh, everyone was super excited, like, all right, great, we can fucking figure this thing out now. And uh, went to the page and went, oh, well, I mean, this doesn't really help, but okay, it's a little bit of help. And uh, not much progress has been, uh, like, not much easy progress has been made since then, I should say. So uh, there has been progress, but, you know, uh, no specifics. (laughs) I think think to me... I gather, well, of course, I I think I, to me, I gather what's really interesting here is that they actually seem to have a game, uh, ready to go. Yeah. Um, this is, this is going to be P2E, I assume. Do you know anything more about it? Yeah. So the game is meant to be play to earn. Um, but I personally do think that this could be bigger than Neo Tokyo because Neo Tokyo is like, NFT only in a way, right? And mm-hmm. uh, Alex Becker's a shill and he's got a f- bunch of followers and all that, sure, but he hasn't actually built a fucking game. Whereas, like, these are, like, if you look at who's behind this, um, they mm-hmm. know what they're doing, they have a good history, they have the backing, and um, yeah, so, like, funnily enough, though, Al- Al- Alex Becker and Elio Trades are both investors in this thing as well, but this is like a real game it's a proper full on real game that you can, uh, you'll be able to play and, and uh, has been in development for quite a while. Um, also, Binance is doing an IGO for them tomorrow, which I assume is, you know, uh, launching their shitcoin. And launching a shitcoin on Binance is not easy. You, oh, yeah. uh, you, need, to, you need to be extremely solid to, uh, to get your you know, seat at that table. So, um, so that, that tells me that this is going to attract a lot of people uh, that, you know, play things like Axie and all the other shit that's out there that are not necessarily into NFTs, but they like crypto games and all that, right? So that is, uh, that's, that's a pretty big reach. Um, so yeah, per, I, I reckon this is uh, bigger than Neo Tokyo. It's the, maybe not priced in yet, but um, oh, that's man. where I think it's going. I hate, I actually wish we hadn't invited you up here because now I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to go back into that. And like, I, uh, I'm, I'm in again. <laughs> like, I know what I'm doing for the next 12 hours. I'm like, oh. I mean, like, aside from, you know, the, the fundamentals and fundamentals and all that, uh, from a pure mint perspective as well, right? Uh, Neo Tokyo's are, are 2K mint. This is uh, 888s. So it's like half the supply. Um, and, you know, you could argue that it has. Uh, a, bi- a bigger reach so um so yeah well anybody that's interested in uh in hopping down with us uh and, and try to contribute that's in the the moon lounge uh let us know yes but, um, yes please uh, please come help us all please hands on us. deck yeah and, and you know what it's actually it is kind of important just because like sometimes you could have a, a fresh take on it like you start to get tunnel vision on certain clues that might just be like yeah. you know misleading and intentionally misleading um yeah. and somebody new can come in and just kind of uh, you know assimilate all of that information in a in a new way and just see it differently um but uh but yeah i i think it's it's absolutely worth working on like i said it's a free mint and if you get your hands on it it's gonna you know you're gonna get about 50 and twenty thousand dollars out of this if it does you know or even if it just continues to uh to 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 run up there yeah. but um you know i mean the, the the other thing is also like uh i think someone mentioned on the chat uh earlier 
this is round two or four. And if they're going to get harder, I would like to already have my pass by then and just watch. <laughs> yeah, there's part of me that's like listening to all of this go down and be like, damn, like I should just buy one of these. Like if that's is if if the difficulty, yeah, I mean, this is like the the mining difficulty that. on Ethereum or something like the, the difficulty goes up and, the you know, yeah. But uh, I mean, that is, that is also true, right? Because um, as this, you know, starts getting more attention, um, you know, the drill is going to be harder. And there's going to be more people competing as yeah, well. More demand, yeah. So, um, yeah. Doesn't actually seem like a terrible buy. I would rather just win one for free, though. So I'm going to work on that a little yeah. bit. Got to hunker down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, sorry to – on the comparison to Neo Tokyo as well, I I would say that Neo Tokyo was definitely a lot easier than this. Uh, right. Than, well, I mean, I, mean, I didn't even – I didn't even know Neo Tokyo was supposed to have a game. I thought it was just one of these like eight 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 inner circle things that actually worked. Versus uh, no, it's 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 it's, it's kind of like um, it's meant to be kind of like loot uh, where hmm. where you, where you like opened up a bunch of text based shit, and then I think it was two days ago you come like because you got the first thing, then you got which was your uh, character. Then yeah. you got your loot bag. Then you got like a property or something. There were like four things you got. Um, mm-hmm. And two days ago, you combined them all and uploaded it and you have like a full character with that, that actually has visuals and shit and a bunch of properties. Um, and you'll be able to use them later on in the game. So, uh, yeah. Cool. cool. All right. Well, I, th- I think it's pretty obvious why people are so motivated to get this even just beyond uh, the $20,000. So AM is going to be all over that. Uh, we appreciate you filling us in there. Yep. No worries. Awesome, man. Um, all right. On that note, I guess we will continue on with the, the Q and a, I see Cass has his hand up here and we will bring him up on stage. Uh, anything that you wanted to talk about uh, kind of wrapping up the, the content segment of the show? Free market? Um, no, I think I think that's pretty <laughs> much what I got for today. Though something's going to pop into my head, so you'll ask me again after uh, we speak to Sir Cass. GM Cass. GM says. Good How morning. GM. 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 <laughs> how's him? How's everyone doing? We're doing great. Good. Good. Um. First. Um first topic which was the topic that you guys brought right at the beginning um in regards of ethereum what are you your guys thoughts on ethereum 2.0 and the only reason why i ask it is every time i keep looking at my mining rig that difficulty bomb keeps hurting me again and again and again and um from from a miner's point of view i don't see it being too far but just wanted to see your take on it Yeah, I think that miners, I think the big, one of the big reasons Ethereum crashed when it got up to 4,500 the first time is because a lot of miners threw in the towel. And this is, you know, our time is over. Um, We had a great run. Let's cash out our ETH and, and go on our way. And I think that there, you know, we see all the memes about ETH2 being 30 years out or whatever. I think the thing people are most <laughs> excited about with ETH2 is a process called sharding. I know that's an unfortunate term, but it should reduce uh, the gas on L1 to Ethereum. But I do think, you know, proof of work is gone and staking. It's not very profitable comparatively is going to be uh, the way you're going to have to go going forward. As far as timing, I think it's been next June for eight. What I hear is next June. This feeling is going to be a bit before that, but I can see. Yeah, June. Oh man, hey, hey, June for proof of stake. Yeah. Yeah, for complete switch over to 2.0 in other words sharding. So about know, 6 all. months from now? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, okay. And I think from then that's when that's when Ethereum's just going to go to the moon at that point. 
Yeah, no, I mean, not to be bearish on it. I've just like, I bought my, you know, I I know there's people that have been in in earlier than me, but like I bought my first Ethereum in 2017 of summer and uh, proof of stake was six months away then. So, um, you know, I believe it when I see it, uh, you know, but I I think that it'll, it'll be good for it. I I just, you know, I, I appreciate their dedication to getting this right, if nothing else. Um, to be fair, I'm I'm a bit like you are too, man. Like I am hoping like the the myths of 2.0 coming for the past three years. Um, I really do hope it's 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 the same thing, the same pattern. But I think even with this crypto market in general, where everyone is expecting the the normal cycles to happen, I've just got this feeling that the normal cycle isn't going to happen and we're going to go through a different cycle over the next couple of years. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, there's people that call are calling for like a super cycle where, you know, the accumulation of Ethereum and Bitcoin has been um, markedly different than it was before. Uh, before it was a lot of individuals loading up on this um, and, uh, and you know, it was more speculative in nature. And now you're looking at large institutions that don't have trading mentalities. They're not buying and selling the dips or, you know, uh, taking on a lot of like margin or anything like that against their assets. And they're just buying and holding. Um, and there have been a lot of uh, individual like retail investors from 2017 who have been doing the same thing. It's, a, you know, setting a buy every week every month for the past four years and uh you know the aggregate of a a whole a whole lot of people doing this has has locked up a lot of the supply as well um i just i don't i i i want to believe that you're right as well and that this this cycle is different it does feel a little bit different um Normally, when those things ran up, like we we took a big run up to sixty four thousand when Tesla bought a whole bunch of this, um, but we never hit euphoria. Uh, it dropped down. Everybody was kind of a little bit bummed. Most of the longer term crypto people just saw it as another Tuesday, um, and we marched right back up. And it wasn't like uh, you know there were some big runs, but like it was just like a steady up into the right march to where we are, you know a week ago or I guess Friday, even, uh, it took a, it took a dump then and again, and it, it found some resistance. It found some, or sorry, not resistance support. And, uh, we're, we're marching right back up again. Uh, and it just seems to just be this like very steady kind of long-term trend of just like, we're, we're just going up. And I think it's because a lot of people have conviction in it now. I think a lot of people have built up this, like, you know, these are assets that I need to have. I don't want to sell my Bitcoin. I don't want to sell my Ethereum. I want to just have this, uh, for the future. And I, I think that the supply is, is very very tight right now um and these these little ups and downs are just that that loose supply kind of shaking out into different hands no i'd agree i'd agree um also on the nft space um two things one um metal sticks what's it called um metal give me a second sharp metal sticks have you heard of it Nope, never nope. heard of that one. Right, so they 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 they've done this whole gaming thing with like Zeus and um, Dante, Devil and God. Um, the the team seem really, really, really solid. Um, they completely doxed themselves recently, and I'm very impressed. I think they've been in the gaming industry for about ten to fifteen years. But I think what what the announcement that they put out today, um, which again really made me think wow uh it was an idea that i had prior to hand so to see someone action it is like oh my god um what they're doing is is your gaming nft or your nft which will be able to play in their play to earn metaverse um they are also giving you the functionality so you can actually rent your nft out so you can earn passive income by renting and then sorting out a percentage of how much someone has to pay for you um, or, or percentage that of their earnings that they will give to the owner of the NFT, which um, I thought was really cool. Um, I'll put a I link. feel about another man wearing my dick butt. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, dude, you know what? The funniest thing is, yeah, when, when, when you're saying that, like, I, I feel you. I honestly feel you. I'm kidding, I honestly feel you because every every, every single, th- yeah, yeah. I oh, <laughs> Icon just mentioned it was that originally that, um, one one twenty two uh discord that kind of popped up where there was the news on the new year's and uh it's yeah it's split up into dante's army and zeus's army okay i am getting more into this i actually haven't uh spent time digging into this but it is ringing a bell now all of a sudden um i think i found, I think I found it with you guys right at the beginning when i first started yeah it did float float around a while ago yeah i've been invited to join a server yeah they've, they've, i've just put it in the am chat uh, the Discord, um, yeah. So when I the announcement today was they they are doing the whole renting mechanism for the NFT. So they're they're kind of asking, well, they're telling people or requesting for people to purchase more, so it would be a good form of passive income. Um, but yeah, that was really interesting. And um, another take I wanted to get off you guys was um, Zen Apes. What's your thoughts on it? Because the Littles love the idea, love the concept, and I've got an, and the people that, that are backing them, and I think it's just going to be groundbreaking. But with Zenape, it just seems, I don't know. I, I, I tried to read up on it, and it, it seems very zen. So just wanted to know <laughs> your, your guys' thoughts on it, to be fair. Not just a clever name. Yes, no. I, I think I need to look more at the project. I thought it was going to do well just based on who uh, is running it and who is supporting it. It is a Kong's Tank project. Mm. Is What is their very short summary, their basic roadmap? Their basic roadmap just seems we zen, we are Zen and we look after everyone and everyone is Zen. And- <laughs> so they haven't made any announcements about like games or interoperability or a token or anything? Nothing really, no, nothing. It yeah. just seems like we're going to give real... It, it seems very community-orientated. And seeing some of the, um, the 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 mods that jumped on, especially for Mutant Cats, because I think three mods for Mutant Cats jumped over and decided to work with them. And those guys were very community-orientated people. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they, they went for the whole Zen is peace. We are all Zen. We will look after each other. We will you know, collaborate with each other. We will look after you in Zen ways possible. So that's where I I kind of weren't sure about it because it was like, okay, if it's a community that you're asking me to pay for, I'm okay in Alpha Mint, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So what what else have you got? And uh, the only reason that I was going to ape in was because of the whole Kong tank. Because them and Littles, you know, coming out of the Kong tank, you'd think, okay, you must have kind of propped an idea to these guys for them to make to to to, to endorse you, so to say. So, but I'm still trying to figure out that reason why to endorse them. But yeah, I thought I'd ask a question. I would have to look more into it. Um, I, I really don't know much about the project. I just assumed it was a game, and uh, they had tokenomics. Does yeah. that? Any- yeah, I yeah. mean, like, I'm trying to pull up some information here. The one thing that's frustrating to me is, like, in their OpenSea, <laughs> they have a link to the website um, that they haven't updated that it still says the whitelist, so it just takes you to a 404. Uh, just, like, finding information needs to be easy. But, uh, yeah, so, like, their their vision is, like, a monkey council. I, I don't know, like, it didn't, I don't know, it didn't really resonate <laughs> with me. Like, I no, just, it didn't with me. It didn't with me, and I was just wondering. So I'm sitting on the fence, thinking, "Will it be? Will it not be?" And in the end, I just thought, "Nah." Do you know what? If it goes to the floor, then I might just scoop a couple just for mm-hmm. Zen purposes. Part <laughs> that, nah. Not to fun but, any bags, but the fucking font on their website is so hard to read too. Like, <laughs> I'm not fudging. It's Worst just thought I've heard today. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> their font choice sucks. Sell. <laughs> no, please don't think that. But uh, so gentle. I don't want to fud anyone. Yeah, I'm not trying to be mean, but they probably could have chosen a better font for it. No, like, I'm, I'm just struggling to read it. It's frustrating. Twas the font that killed. Like the zooming, I'm, I'm zooming in. I got an old person, like 200, percent and I'm like, oh yeah, there, I can make it out now. Um, no, I, I don't know. 
like I, I think the Littles is uh, a great project. I, I don't know. Zen Ape had like the good art and it had some some hype. The Mint was uh, very very gassy, um, and I mean it's it's doing fine. But in terms of the actual in depth project, it's not one that really caught like me as like something I, I want to hold long term. So I didn't spend too long looking into it. If I'm being honest with you. Uh, I don't blame you. And I did, I, I did a little bit, then I left it, then I came back to it when I saw the price kind of come down to see if it was worth jumping into. And I'm 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 trying to find a reason and I'm not seeing it. So that's why I thought I'd ask you guys. Um yeah. I think I think that's me for today, man. Like always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Yeah, um and you guys keep doing you, man. And hey, here's a question. Any news on that wonderful project that I keep banging on about? Which was oh, oh, oh uh, Star Wars, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. thing, man. Have, have you have you guys heard anything from them? Maybe I don't know. Just wondering. <laughs> I believe if we leak any Star Wars news uh, on the show, we will be sacrificed to the Mother Wolf, uh, and no, that, that that has put the fear of. Uh, God in my heart. So, I will. Leaks will come when they are authorized. They are coming soon. There is going to be uh, Star Wolves info coming, but uh, not today. Wait with bated breath. Ah, the old announcement of an announcement. Nice. I know. I was forced into it, but it had to be done. Your hands were tied. Yeah, my for hands sure. were tied. All right, guys. I will leave you guys too. Thank you for another wonderful <laughs> show, man. Yeah. Um, all right. I think on that note, we could probably wrap it up too. I would imagine there's probably lots of people that are excited to get back into uh, doing the the uh, Sin City chat. Um, so I want to keep you from your Guelph. Yeah. No, I'm going to jump in there and see where we're at and see if uh, see if we can have some fun with it and, and figure this thing out. Uh, but if there's anything else you want to finish with, there is. A cool project uh, called Invisible Friends. I think I brought it up on voice chat yesterday. I don't remember if I brought it up on the show. I am just going to drop the um, the link to this Discord in uh, in the general right now. And I think that it has very Doodle-esque feel to it. Not the art, but just the way that the, um, the hype is ramping up and who is whitelisted on the project. So I just want to drop that in there. It's not early. There is no easy way on the whitelist, but this feels like one it could be worth getting into the gas war for. So keep an eye on that project um, and good luck at the table. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. And as always, we do record the show on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you miss anything or want to catch up on past episodes, they are all up there for your listening pleasure. And on that note, we're out.